Hi, you're with Julian and a review of the posthumous Sparkle Horse album Bird Machine, which has been a delight, um, unexpected one as well. So Mark Linkus was a singer-songwriter most known as the only permanent member of the band Sparkle Horse, and their album Good Morning Spider, the second album, is one of my favorites of all time. It came out uh, about 1998, and I actually uh, reviewed it. Uh, sorry, I actually uh, interviewed him, and there was a real darkness around him at the time. He was associated with um, the fact, not only that he'd suffered from depression, but that he had an incident on tour in London after the band's first album, Vixie, Viva Dixie Submarine, Transmission Pilot, their debut album, which was very acclaimed and analogous at the time to Radiohead. I think they might have even supported Radiohead, but he'd collapsed after, I think, heroin in a hotel room in London and lay a collapse on his legs to a point where he nearly had both legs amputated and was in a wheelchair, even on stage for a considerable time. And it is a, a strong memory for me because I remember staying up in Perth in Western Australia watching England play Argentina in the World Cup and David Beckham flicking his heel up at a player that had just hacked him down, uh, an Argentinian player getting a red card and it causing all sorts of ridiculous bother in the UK where they were burning effigies of David Beckham. But anyway, that finished very late into the night and I went to interview internationally uh, Mark Linkus uh, about 6.30 in the morning uh, wasn't a lot of sleep none I don't think um, and even though he was very quiet and reserved he was very open and a lovely man and yeah I've always held that Good Morning Spider album in great stead um, all four albums they released Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Pilot Good Morning Spider It's a Wonderful Life and Dream for Light Years in the Belly of a Mountain were very well received by critics and developed quite a loyal fan base. He did the Dark Knight of the Soul album with Danger Mouse in 20, which was released in 2010 after a lot of um, record company interference trying to block it, I believe. And unfortunately, he, um, in after breaking up with his wife of 19 years, um, was with friends one day and had a row over text messages apparently and took a rifle out and shot himself and killed himself in 2010. The album he was working on at the time was called this one, Bird Machine, and it was with Steve Albini and it was supposed to be a much lighter project. Um, even though his music has always come across as light to me, there's this very heavy tonality to it and emotion to it and lyrics and he wanted to do an album that was a lot less heavy um, and this was um, not completed at the time but family members of Linkus have subsequently completed it and even though um, Steve Albini who is very well known as someone that can bring a great deal of um, percussive and raw primal energy to records like you know, by the Pixies and PJ Harvey and Nirvana. <clears throat> Isn't actually listed as a producer here, but a recorder. And a lot of the music here, which was, it sounds like 70% complete, has been put together by family members of Mark Linkus. 
and I think it's a wonderful album. It it feels like an album. It doesn't feel like a collection of music that hadn't been finished. There's a nice amount of variety and a contiguous whole, and it is an analogous album to something like Good Morning Spider as well. You get the um, opener, It Will Never Stop, uh, and the lyrics here are quite dark, and that's quite a fitting title. Um, it is almost a gentle version of the very, very scuzzed out Pigs, which opened Good Morning Spider. Um, I always feel a little bit of Kurt Vile comes through here. I'm really having got massively into Kurt Vile since um, Sparkles ended. I definitely think that there is some vibe comparison between the two. Um, ghosts, kind ghosts, where were you? At? My kind ghosts, when I needed you, drinking whiskey, then water. It's got a lot of all country vibes to this album. Always strong melodically, often quite sweet sounding, um, quite maudlin at times as well. Evening Star Supercharger is very maudlin, and it's got a tossed off throwaway feel, which is apparently what he was going for, being a bit less precious and, you know, working for so long on music to, you know, hone down every edge. That actually makes it very li uh, repeat listenable. And I think that's one of the higher highest things about the album is the fact that it is listenable over and over because it's got this contagious mood and it moves enough not to become that repetitive um like O'Shall's um like a piano ballad track for and it's got this flaming lips ballad late period flaming lips vibe to it um pain birds is a track that from good morning spider that keeps coming up mood wise and sonically as well falling down um, is another track that relates to flame, uh, pain birds. Um, and uh, track six, I don't know if I'm supposed to swear, but I fucked up. Uh, I could have been a rock star, but I fucked it up real good. He was actually in a band in the 90s that nearly achieved um, fame. Uh, sorry, in the 80s. I think they released their first record in 1984, which I didn't really know about. And it, it sounds like uh, Neutral Milk Hotel's 1945. It's got this real rolling fuzz guitar surf rock vibe going on which is terrific um <coughs> daddy's gone uh is it's almost got this beatles white album vibe um with like the wandering paul mccartney do 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 wandering bass in the background which i thought was really good put a cake up high where the dogs couldn't eat it uh really interesting uh, lyrics on that one um chaos of the universe seems to relate back to one of his most famous tracks which was happy man um from again good morning spider and it's got this huge sort of mid-90s all rock rolling vibe and lyrics about marrying your sister by the sound of it which is interesting um listening to the higsons with robin hitchcock no left has got a very sort of velvet underground vibe to it like a good scuzzed out velvets track that hits the sort of that sort of mid-tempo rocking vibe that they've got um everybody's gone to sleep's got a really pretty chorus that reminds me of the long lost ahead i feel ahead of their time duo girls um it's got a lovely lovely chorus on it and it ends on a couple of um <coughs> really really pretty short songs some of the songs on here are sub two minutes and they both actually sound fully realized over the 
less than two minute time frame they occupy. So I really think it's an album that's more than the sum of its parts. There's not like individual tracks that stand out so much as the fact that there's nothing that will annoy and that makes it a really good repeat listen if you want to sort of wallow in a bit of enjoyable misery, I guess. <laughs> and it's quite happy, really. I mean, it's really nice to, it, it functions far more as an album due to the flow of the tracks than it does as a ragtag collection. So it functions as an unexpected new Sparkle Horse album, which is terrific. Um, and uh, it, it completely works for me. Even the lyrics are really quite dark as well. It's like you couldn't escape that element of it. So an unexpected fifth studio album from Sparkle Horse. I hope I'm not going to give everything that I'm reviewing today an 8.5 out of 10 for Sparkle Horse and Bird Machine.